0: This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices on Air.
1: Hey there, hi, it's Carol Reid here and you're tuned to Ignite Yourself, Living Life on Your Terms, where we talk about ways that you can live a more liberated, empowered Uh, inspired life really and so to do that you've got to take that personal responsibility and you've got to get on your own bandwagon if you like and really start to empower yourself and think about ways that you can take responsibility for your happiness. I run three programs with um, individuals, corporate groups, schools and organisations and those three programs are The desire map, so working on how you most want to feel in your life and setting goals with soul in five areas of your life Happy for no reason, which creates an inner home of happiness through uh, running through seven different aspects of our, our inner home And we come out with 21 happiness habits at the end of that and mind design So mind design is all about working with it and decluttering your mind if, you, if you're someone that has lots of busy thoughts And uh, you really uh, feel a lot of anxiety And a lot of, uh, you know, maybe not so much depression But you, you, you get a little bit overawed with things Mind design is a really great program to be able to declutter your mind And get a little bit more clarity on your thinking And today I'm talking a little bit more about abundance versus scarcity So When we talk about having a growth mindset um, versus, I guess, a stagnant mindset, really what we're talking about there is thinking about things in terms of abundance rather than scarcity. So really looking at the world as your family and really looking at the world that everything's working out for your your highest good your highest value if you like and quite often I when I work with people I find that sometimes they're in victimhood they sit in victimhood mentality and part of being in victimhood you have three aspects to that so that's blaming shaming and complaining and so if you're someone that um or you know someone, in fact, that um, they come round to your house and they're a bit of an energy vampire, you know, they, they actually, well, it's woe me, poor me, the story's um, never never different. You know, there's always something going on, some drama, something that's happening for them, or happening to them, rather, um, and really they, can, they can't see any of the goodness. You know, life's just hard work, really. Um, that's what I would call someone who's in victimhood, and to get them out of that victimhood is really changing their mindset, the way that they see things. And they really have to start really recognising that life is happening and unfolding for them and not to them. So it's actually getting out of that mindset. But when we look at abundance versus scarcity, it's a really interesting topic. And I had a breakfast the other morning with a bunch of um, a bunch of ladies and there were some really interesting uh, aspects that came out of that. And I guess one of the key things is, you know, What's our money story? Because I think when we think about abundance, we just sort of think about um, perhaps power and money. You know, how much power and how much money do I have? And and I think there's so many other aspects to having an abundant life. For instance, really, you know, having a gratitude practice. And I know I talk, if you've listened to me before, I talk a lot about gratitude. It's a big, big part of feeling happier and more in control of your own destiny if you like because if you can be thankful for what's right in front of you then that actually can grow and 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 become more of what you focus on and continue to be something that develops we talk about what what you appreciate appreciates so actually being able to look at something and think okay I am really grateful and I really appreciate my family or I'm really grateful and I really appreciate that I've got a lovely garden that's part of my house or I'm really appreciate that I live in a house that's warm and dry you know some of those simple things but what we end up doing is we end up complicating our lives with so much to do with um, he earns more money than I do, or she, you know, bought the latest car, and how come I haven't got the latest car? And you know, these types of um, ways that we think that comparison to each other. And I always say comparison is the thief of joy. It's always one of my little sayings that I say. But um, if we th- if we talk really about um, abundance and scarcity, if we think about what makes up the feelings of scarcity, especially around money. It's this whole sort of dogma, I guess, or cultural kind of conditioning that there's not enough, you know, there's not enough, um, there's not enough sleep. Like, for instance, this morning when you woke up, you probably thought, oh, I didn't get enough sleep last night, you know. So you're immediately starting in a deficit mode, you know, Um, or, you know, there's not enough food, or there's not enough um, money to pay the power bill, or there's not enough petrol in the car, or... I didn't get enough exercise You know this week Or um, you know I, I don't have enough um, People following me on my Instagram Or Facebook feed or whatever it is Right um, So this whole It's a it's another toxic myth And, and this is all from a, a woman called Lynn Twist Who has uh, a number of businesses But she has a, a company called The Soul of Money Institute I'd encourage you to look her up She's really amazing She's been doing this work For a very long time And she also has a, a company Called The Hunger Project Where she works with um, Feeding people all around the world But these are some of these things When she's been out in the world She's found these 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 sort of I guess they're just They sit in underneath things They're toxic myths That just sit in and around us Around scarcity So there's not enough And that more is better That if I can have more I'm going to be better I'm going to feel better So I must have more I must have You know If I'm out playing golf And the guy next to me Has done a $10,000 deal I've got to do a $20,000 deal Or millions You know And it's even with With people who are you know very very flush with cash they've always got to have something more you know and you may know you may see some of this because it's quite prevalent in our society anyone that's a celebrity or any of that sort of stuff that's what they're putting out there they you know look at the kardashians for instance you know they've always got to have more they've always got to have the the, you know that next bit of botox because the last sort of botox didn't work you know or didn't do what they wanted it to do so more is better but actually you know it's the myth of more more is not better, more ends up complicating so much of our lives. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't go out and aspire to have what you want to have, but it's actually recognizing why are you wanting it? Why are you wanting to have that thing that you're wanting to get? You know, are you trying to do it to impress someone else? Because that's really, that's the questionable part. That's the part I'd say, just question that. Am I doing this because someone else is is going to recognize me? And in actual fact, if you can get into what you know you really supports and, um, and and makes you feel good, then that's really where it starts and ends. And then the final one is that's just the way it is. It's just the way it is that inflation goes up. It's just the way that way it is that you know um, we the guy next door gets the new car and I don't. You know, there's always another way. And I always say that to people as well. It's one of my things that I talk about. There's always another way. You just have to be able to recognize the problem, find the solution outside of the problem. So um, I think it was Einstein that said, you know, you can't you can't uh, change a problem or find the solution to a problem from the same mindset that created it. So you actually have to get out of that problem, go for a walk, change up the energy, go talk to a friend or whatever, but get out of the thinking of the problem and find the solution somewhere else. And that's often where um, I tell my clients to use this thing called night wisdom. So um, it's really easy. All you do is you put that problem out there before you go to bed. So you say, I want a solution or give me an answer to whatever. I'm, I'm struggling with this. Help me find the answer. And then leave a pen and paper by your bed and then go to bed and just let let it go. Let the question go. And then wake up in the morning and be still in the morning. Just be quite still before you get up out of bed or do anything. And just see what pops in. Just let it and then whatever pops in, write it down. And you can do this overnight after night and you'll get better and better. It's like a muscle. You'll get much, much better at it and the more that you do it. So that's that's the other little thing to think about. But Really, when you get clear on what the toxic myths are, and if you have a look in society and you see that there's not enough, more is better, and that this is is just the way it is, if you look at these, what Lynn says is it's a really powerful shift in perspective. She says, when you let go of what you don't really need, and what we're brainwashed to want more of, it frees up oceans of energy to pay attention to what you already have. And when you pay attention to what you already have, when you nourish love and make a difference with what you have, it expands what you appreciate appreciate so really you know take stock even you know to look at you know what's what's happened with your money, even look at what what's come in what's come out, and have a look and be grateful for what actually has come in you know and how you've created what you've what you've created right now because you know you're living in a home you've got you know roof over your head, you've got food, you've got that kind of thing. You know, be grateful for what you have so those are some little tips on on thinking about um, scarcity and abundance but when we talk about uh, the happy for no reason program we talk a bit about this mentality of victimhood and I've got a lovely guest here with me today and her name's Bronwyn Harmon and Bronwyn has done the happy for no reason program with me and it's an eight-week program where we do an hour a week for eight weeks and we do it in a group setting and Bronwyn I just wanted to thank you very much for being here today
0: Thank you Carol I appreciate I appreciate you <laughs> good and I appreciate you too <laughs> what I appreciate appreciates and I
1: appreciate you um, but I just wanted to get from your perspective um, just you know what 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 drew you what drew you to the happy for No reason program and what why what you might have got out of it or what you would like to share about it
0: sure I'm um, what sort of drew me to it was just that I think that we all Recognise that life is pretty busy and crazy and lots of stuff happening and it's just nice to stop every now and then and just actually be able to look a little bit further in rather than just racing around with that crazy busyness and um, so that was sort of what I the thing that attracted me in the first place and um, I ended up doing it with a friend of mine which was a really nice thing to do. We yeah. kind of both put the time aside, and then we had a cup of coffee afterwards, and, and chatted about the things that we talked about. And so it was a very, um, it was a it was a lovely thing to look forward to, and to come and sort of to to just learn different habits of happiness, which is what which is what we did through the course, and sort of worked our way through the list of twenty one. Um, the one thing that I did sort of, I mean, there were lots of. Little gems, but but I think that the, that gratitude is something that I've always recognised, but but not actually done anything about. So we talked um, as one of the sessions about that. and I ended up getting myself one of the pretty notebooks from Kmart, and have just sat um, most days. You know, some days I miss it, but most days um, I sit at night and just sort of write. A few things that I'm grateful for during the day, and it's just a nice practice to do, and a nice thing to just to review what your life is actually about because of that busyness. And so, um, yeah, so it was a very enjoyable eight weeks. We met some interesting women, and it was a lovely thing to do, especially with a friend. Awesome! What a great, what a great testimony! Thank you very much. And I'm pleased
1: to hear that. That's awesome that you that you that you started something. And quite often, I have clients who come along and they will take what well, they will start up something, mm. whatever it is that we've we've talked about. We talked about the happiness awards, and and I have a client that does that with his children. So he sits in the car with his children each morning and says, "Right, what are we giving an award out to today?" You know, as we drive to school, and it just gets them in this different frame of mindset mm. than the busy, right? Like you say, you know. Um, we're always so busy and especially when you've got young children you're trying to race around in the morning getting everything together and it's like oh, you know you're trying to get out the door and you know they're forgetting all their bits and pieces <laughs> you know and you're stressed out getting into the car and so it's just a chance to go hang on what are we actually like what, what would we like to give a happiness award to you know oh look at that poodle walking down the street it's so cute we're giving out the cutest happiness award today you know um so it's just little things like that and that's similar to that gratitude practice that you're doing is like mm. it's what you're focusing on right yep yeah definitely and do you think people coming along or doing anything like that because it's difficult with lasting change isn't it it's difficult to make lasting change especially if we're already in a mindset of whatever we're in you know um, do you think it's something that um, people can take away from and do like you've obviously made one change do you think it's it's something that can happen
0: you know for people do you think people can change Oh, absolutely, and I mean the, the 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 different habits that we talked about were certainly um, you know easy to implement. I think that we just, I think it's sort of a a picture of us all needing to just recognize that the, that investment in ourselves is really important, and that investment isn't actually financial; it's about actually giving yourself some time to to um, look at how you're managing your life and the the different things that are happening and some things that you could be doing that could fine-tune it and make it a little bit better. And it's that whole um, growth and um, wanting to be the best that you can be. So um, I believe absolutely it's really easy for people. It's not easy, it's something that you do need to, to make a commitment to do, but... If it's something that's important to you, you will absolutely.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think about the word decision, you know, and the and the, the I think it's the, the um, Roman or the or the um, Latin short shorting of decision is incision. So, mm. you know, and then when you think about what an incision is, an incision is to cut off. So, when you make a decision, you cut off other. Um, Aspects or ways of doing something To make a decision to do this way Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really what changing a habit boils down to Is making the decision Mm -hmm. To be able to go Okay I am going to Do this gratitude practice. I am gonna give out this happiness award. I am going to, you know, savour the good. You know, that's one of the other ones. You know, Mm -hmm. look every time there's a negative, we look for three really positives and we savour them for twenty seconds or more each one. And the reason we do twenty seconds is that it goes into our body, it goes into our physiology. And when it's in our physiology, you know, it stays there. Mm -hmm. So um, and quite often if we've been looking at the negative or we've been looking at the scarcity, or you know, we're in that fixed mindset of looking at something. Then that's a habit that we've formed with our with our thinking, mm-hmm. so it's changing that habit up, isn't it? And we used to have quite good discussions, didn't we, when oh, we were in our in groups about yeah. this, you know, yep. because we're all we're all human, and we're all we often think that that we're separate from others. In fact, we're all. You know, from the same, and we're all going mm-hmm. back to the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, thinking that we're separate causes us to get our ego involved and causes us to, you know, think in that scarcity and fear and all that sort of thing. Whereas when we come together, we can come together and actually share and go, Oh, did you have that? I had that too. And we'd often have those kind of conversations, mm. wouldn't we? Yeah, oh, we how did. did we find that um, habit? Oh, that one was really hard. Oh, I found that
0: one hard too. You know, like, Well, that one was easy. You know, hey. Eh? Yeah, and we certainly had lots of laughs to. I think that was that was something that it was enjoyable. It was yeah. Yeah, it wasn't
1: an onerous task no, to come and no. um but those three habits each week, you know, and, and oftentimes no one would have done the habits. <laughs> so we'd have to go, right? with so was we'll the have- homework that we hadn't done. <laughs> that yeah. right. always be c- cowering in the corner going, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it either. Oh well that's makes me feel better. <laughs> Mm. But it was it was it's it's one of those things again to make lasting change. We've got to you know put the put the habits in place. So, um, being able to support one another with that and that was great that you brought a friend because that made you both accountable. Mm, it um, does, yeah. You know to to do the th- do the work. So mm. that was really good, awesome. Um, and I mean, finally, just just thinking a little bit about, um, you know, who you would think this might apply to or help, because I think possibly. Maybe people don't realise it could apply to anyone, but but do you think um, that that people may or may not be aware, perhaps you know what what it can do?
0: Do you think there's people out there that um, that you think would need it? Like do you think? Oh, absolutely! And I mean, I think that. Probably the indication... I mean, I do think we all need to do work in ourselves yeah. on an ongoing basis. A, yeah. It's nice to recognise that and to, to sort of find different things that you can learn about yourself and how you deal with things. But I think that, um, probably the clearest indication that that would be something that would be really helpful would be if you are in that stressed and frustrated kind of mode... That life is just busy and not much fun. Mm. I think that that's not how life should be. Life should be, life should be fun and with lots of um, really positive parts. So, so um, you know, stop and look at what you can do to to change that because that's not. It's not a full, fulfilling, and um, happy life. So, absolutely, mm. absolutely, and too
1: many of us, you know, just just take, you know, put up with things, don't mm. we? Yeah, know? we don't. Yeah, um, and it doesn't have to take a big, um, you know, change. Like it doesn't have to take a death or a, or you know, a divorce or, you know, something like that. You know, where where you're where you're feeling, you know. that that you've you've reached a a crossroad it doesn't have to take that does it it can just be like you say I'm feeling I'm actually feeling a little bit overwhelmed or I'm feeling a little bit frustrated or I'm feeling I'm recognising that I'm not where I want to be right now or that life Mm. is like you say you know not fun Mm. um and how many of us i mean we know people out there don't we we mm. know people absolutely yeah but you know you come across them and you're like gee whiz i don't know what's going on with you but <laughs> it looks like it's hard work <laughs> you know mm. and i see i see them when i drive too because i'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a crazy driver no i'm not crazy <laughs> but you know i'm a bit of a i, I like to get where i'm going you know and I see it with people who get really frustrated with other people mm. and, um, and yell and scream out the window. In fact, the other day I was at the roundabout in, in, um, in Napier and there was a guy who was at the roundabout and he had stopped and got out of his car and all the other cars were behind him and he was putting his hand up and just you know shaking his fist in the air at this guy and going off at this guy behind him. <laughs> I thought, and I was coming around the other side of the roundabout and I saw this whole thing going on. I thought, oh, that poor guy. Gee, he needs my study. (laughs) 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 You know, because he's obviously under pressure. Yeah. And, and obviously, stuff's been going. Would be happening in his life, mm. and for whatever reason, he's you know that's the, that's the that's the thing that's broken the camel's back. You know, that's the straw, and so he's just nutted off at this guy behind him. And the guy behind him was just like quite dumbfounded. But he was not taking any any of his stuff either. You know, so mm. they were having this little. And I was thinking, all oh, the people behind that will start getting agitated in a minute. Yeah. You know, um, which I think is so interesting because when we look at what happened with COVID, we were really a lot more kinder. You mm. know, we were just we recognised that. We had to be kinder. We had to mm. w- wait in the lines. Everybody was under the same pressure. Everyone had to wait as well, mm. you know. So it's kind of um, again, it's that separation, isn't it? Mm. It is, yeah. Um, and I find that just so interesting because you know we, we we when we when we don't feel separated, when we feel like we're a part of something or, or we feel supported, we're not we're not naturally going to act that way, mm. you know. there's not it's not actually we're not born, you know, complete idiots or mean people no you know um but you know things change and shape us but yeah awesome okay well thank you very much for being here Bron thank you so and thank you for giving your your wonderful feedback about the course I really appreciate that and we did a vision board exercise and just recently too didn't we and that
0: was quite fun too oh it was uh, heaps of fun really nice to meet the other Venus Ladies, and um, again, just to stop and actually work out what is this plan that you've got, and what what is the the, the life that you want to create? And
1: yeah, it's great. Checking in. It's checking mm, in on your goodness. journey, isn't it? Because yeah. we just get so busy with our everyday, mm. you know, on the treadmill of going, getting up, doing the things that we're doing, you know, and I guess the thing is we don't want to wake up at 80 and go, I wish I'd done, I wish I'd done, you know. Mm, we want to exactly. be able to go... Actually we did we've built a legacy, we've built the things that we wanted to build and, mm-hmm. and we're happy with, with where we're at. But but happiness does start right this moment, doesn't it? It does, yeah. In the moment, recognizing the moment. Mm-hmm. So if I've if um if I've brought anything up for you today, or you feel like you know there's something I can support you with, please get hold of me. It's Carol Reed. My number uh, email is carol at soulpreneurs. nz. That's my business. So S O U L preneur P R E N E U R S. co. nz. Think of an entrepreneur, but for your soul, and. Uh, And if if there's any way that I can support you, or you know someone you have perhaps a family member, I've had mothers, you know, um, say say that their daughters need to come along. Um, I've had all sorts of different all sorts of different people and um, and partners. You know, I work with men as well. It's not just women, Um, and more and more men are uh, becoming more. aware that they need to work on themselves which is a which is a wonderful thing um so if there's anything that you're that's come up for you today or you'd like to talk more about scarcity and abundance or you'd like to you know do some more of my programs please do get hold of me 21 774058 and have a wonderful wonderful month